All right, another day in quarantine means another wellness check. This one, uh, people who read the heckler back when we first started in 2003, which is kind of crazy and somewhat depressing to think about. It's been that long. But anyway, uh, one of our more popular writers was a woman named Jen. And she wrote a column that uh, a lot of people enjoyed and talked about. Um, it uh, chronicled her time in uh, Chicago as a tw mid-20s, 20-something. 20 I don't know how old she is. Uh, going to games in the bleachers and being obsessed with Moise Salou and just epic. I mean, she's... She's hilarious. Um, she now lives in uh, Cleveland with her her son and husband and cat and I believe dog. Yeah, they have a dog. Um, and uh, she's been chronicling her time in quarantine uh, in private Facebook posts that are just absolutely hilarious. So I was like, Jen, do you want to do a wellness check with me? Because Part of me is legitimately concerned, and the other part of me knows that whatever we talk about would be hilarious, because she is hilarious. And I was right. Um, I don't even know where to start talk with, with uh, our conversation. Um, she uh, is uh, a very candid person, as she said she has no filter. Um, we talk about her, her one-sided love affair with Moise Salou. Um, she quote unquote is barely holding on over here with the quarantine. She's been consuming quite a bit of white claw, um, and she drinks it with a straw for some reason. Uh, she thinks that people who are conceiving babies right now need to be punished. <laughs> we talked about how there's going to be a condom shortage, uh, because, uh, condom plants around the country are shut down right now due to the quarantine. Um, her husband was going to have a vasectomy, uh, this, this month. And, uh, that got, uh, uh, shot down for lack of a better term. Uh, she talks about pornography. Uh, <laughs> I'm just reading my notes and it's hilarious. She wishes she could stock up on Xanax. Um, what she talks about some of her... <laughs> coronavirus conspiracy theories. Um, she talks about what she would sacrifice for the quarantine to end. She talks about why she thinks it's ridiculous that Hobby Lobby thinks they're essential. <laughs> um, uh, uh, she talks about a lot, a lot about sex. We do talk at the end about um, Tiger King because Jen started calling me kitten. I guess I thought she called everybody kitten, but it turns out it was just me. Um, way back in the day, and now she's really pissed that Carol Baskin has been calling people kitten. So uh, that's uh, that's my conversation with with Jen, uh, formerly of the Heckler, and now uh, just of Cleveland. So uh, here you go. Enjoy. Uh, I know I did. All right, another day in quarantine means another wellness check. This one is with another Heckler legend, a legend of uh, Heckler past. People who read our hard copy back in the day 
would would uh, remember her for, among other things, her uh, pur- purported um, bleacher antics and uh, one-way love affair with Moise Salou. It's Jen from The Heckler. Uh, can we use your last name? Of course. Okay, great. Well, you never know. Uh, her maiden name when she was writing for us was Zalettle, and now her married name is Sullivan. She no longer lives in Chicago, which is one of several reasons uh, we don't hear from her uh, these days in The Heckler. But uh, she agreed to do a wellness check. I, Jen, I've been really enjoying your um, social media dispatches of your life in quarantine with your husband and son. How old is your son? He's 11. Okay, with your 11-year-old son. So how how are you guys hanging in there? How much of those dispatches is real life? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's all real. It's all real? Um, yes, it is all real. And we are barely holding on over here um we're savages you're what we're savages (laughs) um i'm sorry to hear that because we're not that far into the (laughs) court we're not that far into the quarantine and i feel like we have a long long way ahead of us yeah i know it's not pretty over here can you um, can you paint some pictures for us oh yeah i can paint several pictures, but we're basically um, just um, making sure to wash our sheets and (laughs) douse ourselves with rubbing alcohol. And then after that, it's pretty much anything goes. Whatever we can find, we eat. And um, I'm just uh, making sure that I have my daily dose of White Claw. How many White Claws are you consuming today right now? every other day because I gotta like get rid of the hangover so like today it'll be like six eight <laughs> how many how many deep are you right now uh it's probably my fourth well and you are on east coast time so you're an hour later than we are over here and I'm gonna post this in the morning so I want people to okay. know that we're that... by then I'll be on like 12 <laughs> um all right i'm uh i appreciate the candor that's uh i feel like your your candor is one of your many strong suits yes um i definitely do not have a filter um so it's gonna get me in trouble one of these days hopefully not today right i hope so too i don't want to get you in trouble um so why don't we, let, let's before we get before we get too deep onto how things are going right now let's let's talk about the past. Um, do you what you, what years approximately did you uh, write your column for the Heckler? Mm, I think that started probably in I want to say it was two thousand and three. Well, so that's when we started the Heckler, and you started off just helping out as a copy editor, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, so I remember, well, I started, I was on a, I was on a date, a bad date. I don't remember where I was, but, um, your business, 
partner gave me a paper and said, um, you should read this. And I was like, I don't like sports. And he was like, well, you should read it anyhow. And I was like, well, I like to write. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, I'll take it. You know, he's like, we're looking for writers. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know anything about sports. Um, but I like to drink. And <laughs> so then he gave me a paper and said, email my partner, which was you. Yeah. And I did. And then you were like, hey, I work uh, three floors above you. Yeah, we worked in the same building, which was amazing. <laughs> and like not even the same building. Like this was a high rise downtown, like a 50 story building. Yeah. We, we worked three floors apart. Yeah, that was really, really Strange. And then we, I think we became, I think we became friends on Friendster before we actually met in person, if I remember correctly. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman is insane. But it only, in, in a good way, of course, a good way. Um, and you had, at the time, a lot of insane friends who I met uh, in relatively short order. Um, yeah. Uh, and, I still have a lot of insane friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and some of those insane friends have gone on to uh, gain fame and notoriety which is i think kind of a funny uh side story um yeah yeah um so you you started your column the same year we started the heckler then in 2003 and we still had at the time we had two years of moise salu and you and i would with some of our friends would go and sit in the left field bleachers and you immediately fell in love with moise salu yeah something about him he had swag. He, he had swagger for sure. For sure, and I just used to sit there and yell to him, um, "I want to do a loop." <laughs> <laughs> I still do. Moises, call me. Like, what's he doing right now? I have no idea. Um, he's. I know he's like some sort of assistant coach. Actually, I saw him. I think it was last year. Um, Sarah and I went to. Uh, one, you know, Ryan Dempster, who used to pitch for the Cubs. I don't know who you remember and who you don't, but he. I remember that. Okay, so he. <laughs> I don't remember a lot. But yeah. I that. So he hosts an occasional sort of like talk show kind of thing, and Moises was one of his guests um, this year or last year, I guess it would have been last the season. Talk show like on TV. It's going to be on TV whenever the baseball season starts. It's going to be on the Cubs' new marquee network. Like they're going to do like one or two. How do I get on the show? How do you get on the show? Uh, yeah. do we, I can, have a... we can work on that. Maybe they'll have yeah, a. Tell maybe, your wife. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a segment that's like uh, meet your stalker and then they can bring Moises on and then you'll be Perfect. that. You'll be said stalker. But. Um, okay. I still have um, 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 an Alu t shirt. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's got <laughs> holes in the armpit and. On one of the nipples, but that's fine. <laughs> left or right nipple? Even um, left. Good. Okay, good enough. You can put a name tag over it. Right. Uh, so, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not wearing a bra. I'm going right on like that. <laughs> so, um, anyway, he, I forget what team. I want to say maybe the Padres. He's he's like some sort of like special assistant to the general manager or something. Um, and uh, I'm assuming enough for me. Yeah, I'm assuming that he's. Pro I would think maybe he's back in the Dominican right now, but who knows? He's actually pretty active on on Twitter. Uh, if you don't, or I don't know if you use Twitter. 
Uh, but he's pretty active on Twitter. And I don't I know. Don't, yeah. But I will start. Yeah. And the interview that I did uh, a couple days ago with Glendon Rush, his former teammate with the Cubs in 2004, uh, they talked. He talked about how he and Moises had a like a like a bogus Twitter beef for a little bit, um, and that they're really good friends. So you should definitely follow uh, Moises on. Get on Twitter and just to follow Moises, or I'll like, I'll give you our login and you can follow him and then stalk him. Uh, as the heckler. Might need um, Glendon Rush's phone number as well. I actually have that now, so we'll, we'll work on it. I'm, I'm aware, and so you're, we're going to have to talk. Yeah, online. and you're in Ohio, and he's <laughs> and he's in Kentucky, so that it, there's some proximity there. I know. It's all starting to come together right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, only took, it only took 17 years, but you might right. get, you might get your, uh, your, your whack, so to speak, at Moise Salud. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I'm a patient learner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terrific. So, um, okay, you. what year did you move out of Chicago? Um, 2014. Really? So I've it, been back here. Yeah. I feel like you've been going longer here. than that. It, it, I guess 2000, that is a while ago. That's six years ago. But Yeah, you, I know. And you I stopped mean, writing A minute for, without me feels like an eternity. That's true. Then. You stopped writing for the Heckler in probably, I don't even know, 06, 07 maybe? Um, uh, yeah, I think right around the time. I got married in, uh, that feels like forever, <laughs> 2007. Right. So I think right around that. And then, like, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you can't keep raving about going and getting drunk and picking up guys. Well, and then you got a, you got a job as, you know, like you got a straight and, and narrow job, you got out of the uh, the advertising world, and then you had you had a reputation. Yeah. You had a reputation to yeah, up, uphold, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and um, I stopped going to so many Cubs games and had right. to get up early. And yeah, and you stopped. Stuff, so. You stopped hanging out with all your crazy friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy friends who wound, um, crazy friends who wound up on Japanese game shows and on uh, situational comedies and on mm-hmm. uh, comedy stand-up comedy tours. Yeah, uh, those people those people probably indirectly had a lot of influence on your uh, on your antics, or probably directly had a lot of influence on your antics, and that was all a thing of the past. Um, I wish we could. I wish we could go back to those days. They were fun. Um, yeah, I still managed to get into some antics on my own. You still do. Why don't we talk? Why don't yeah. we talk? Why don't we talk about those? I almost feel like we should have a reading of some of your Facebook updates, your dispatches from quarantine. Oh God! All right, I'm gonna. Over here. <laughs> what what what's the what's so... I mean, this is. It's, I'm gonna say though that what's going on over here, you guys are getting the edited version. So what are you holding back? Timely, it's just insane over here. Like I, I'm the amount of crafting and organizing that's going on right now on social media. So. 
Uh, first, let me say that I have an Instagram account, but I don't go on Instagram because that's mostly like pictures, and I'm not a picture person. I'm I'm a writer, I'm a reader, so I do like more Facebooky type stuff. You're an amazing. I write more there. You're an amazing writer. Thank you. So. Um, so, but I, I, I don't, I, I will say that, like, the amount of crafting and organizing that's going on right now, I'm like, you guys are all making me want to puke, because I'm not, I'm sitting right now in my husband's office, and it looks like a bomb went off, there's, like, two baskets of unfolded laundry, there's a whole pile of folded laundry on the other side, and I haven't done any of it, I'm just, I just keep dragging stuff in here while he's working and I'm like fold this and I'm not working and I'm just like you handle this I'll just transfer <laughs> it back and forth I, I've got <laughs> like, friends I've got friends who have like four kids I can't imagine how they're staying sane right now oh my god and anybody who people are like there's gonna be a lot of corona babies and I'm like anybody who has oh. a baby from this you need to have a like a mental health evaluation yes some sort of some sort of punishment like you lose your driver's license for a year like if you cannot be trusted to make any decisions if you're locked in your house for this long with a child or multiple children and then you have another one you're done in my book no. even if you don't have kids and you have but you have friends who do and you're and you're hearing their right. their horror stories i'm writing that down yeah, anyone yeah. who has a baby nine months from now needs to be punished um punished yeah I, like, I, I probably shouldn't be the person who decides punishments because my mind is like... Okay, uh, so you don't know... I, I go to the, so you're not going to go so far as to suggest what kind of punishment they should have? No, I just said no driver's license. No driver's license? That's what I think. You lose your driver's license for a year. For a year? So now you have a baby yeah. and you can't drive it around anywhere. Right, you lost your freedom. I yeah I I think it's insane to I mean mm-hmm. yeah um, so I I want to so last night um, and and I read Brad by the way I read that there's going to be a condom shortage what so why because yeah, because manufacturing that. plants are shut down they're manufactured in like China and India which is also scary I did not know that because um, that is my primary form of contraception. <laughs> Even after 10 years of marriage? Get, let's, yeah, let's, I don't like, I'm not trying to take that kind of drug. Let's like, get I'm some. I'm not trying to take hormones. I, I understand, and I appreciate that, but let, let's get some snipping going on or something here then. Come on. Uh, I had my husband committed to that, and then they canceled the Masters because that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> it's like, I'm not doing <laughs> Masters. So he was going to do it this year. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, there's going to be a condom shortage, so then we are going to have more babies, and this is, like, all, like, as if it couldn't get any worse right now. Ugh. I'm at a loss. Like, it's all, uh, it just keeps coming, and I'm just overwhelmed with information. Like, I just, this is, it's just, it just keeps coming. Like, I, I don't know. No pun intended. It just... <laughs> so... Um, all right, so can I read? So I, I want to read at least one part of your uh, your dispatch sure. from quarantine. I actually, like most married couples, 
uh, and I try not to sleep with my phone in my bedroom. I try to charge it in a different room overnight. But lately, yeah. I mean, you know, I figure if I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and look at my phone, it might as well be now when it could be telling me about the, you know, the zombie apocalypse or something. Um, right. But I, I think you should be saving these and, and, and publish them afterward, even if it's under a pen name or something, because these are pretty epic. Um, okay. <laughs> don't know which one you're going to pick. Well, <laughs> so this is the excerpt. I, I don't know if I should read all of it because it's, it's not that long, but this is the excerpt Go that I specifically... Okay. Um, day... So this is from yesterday. Day 176. I realized after a <laughs> second detailed binge that I am basically all of Tiger King, minus the exotic animals and meth. Uh, I am the I'm extra I'm the extra trashy parts that yield no profit, nonsensical grudges, inflatable pools, men in pink shirts with enormous tattoos, disastrous living quarters, expired meats, and like the catastrophe that is Joe Exotic, I'm assuming you're wondering if I'm doing any Gator House exploding. <laughs> what? Oh, I forgot about that part of the of the documentary. Sadly, no, I'm not setting any fires, not yet. But like the king, what I am doing is cruising around in an airbrush shirt, and you post a photo of this uh, to accompany it, which I appreciated. An airbrush shirt with bleached hair, roots out, bitching to my cat about the inevitable decline of our enemies slash roommates. Charlie, that's your son. Can we use his name? Let's just call him Char. Yeah, that's Okay. Charlie woke up yesterday at 9.30, smiled sweetly, breathed all over me, and then whispered, how does it smell? How does it smell? That's pretty much... Our determining guideline now, whether whether it's when to throw out food, I, we we have to publish these on the heckler, please. Whether it's to, whether it's when to throw out food or if it's time to take a shower, that and I'm forcing Dan, your husband, not to leave cheerleader beers because because rationing. What what's a cheerleader beer? <laughs> like you know, like the like last two sips that get warm. Like, that's a cheerleader. Beer. I had no idea. Is that like an Ohio that's thing? I know. All right. We are continuously, vigorously face-toning with rubbing alcohol as our supply is hearty. <laughs> this is my strategy against all viri and, and acne. I didn't, I didn't know those were the plurals of viruses and acne. Okay. Char also, here, this is the part that I, that I read to my wife. Char also asked me if some, some babies are born with beards, which makes me wonder if he possibly if he possibly saw some Harry Bush birth video on, on YouTube. Which then makes me wonder when I'm going to start applying appropriate social filters again. I, I'm, going, I'm going to need at least I'm going to need at least two weeks notice before this quarantine ends to shape shift back into a professional adult. Uh, it goes on from there, but but that's that Did you ask him? I did. I was like, why did you? I was like, no. What did you, what did you see? And he was like, nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine like the big, giant, you know like those videos they show you in high school? When you watch health class? I didn't have to watch, I didn't have to watch those because I was a dude. And at my school, dudes, well, the extent of our sex, the extent of our sex ed, as far as I remember, was basically like, don't have sex, kids. 
and then and then it was like it was mine was taught my, yeah mine was taught by like a metal shop teacher who then would like nudge you in the in the in the shoulder and then show you a penthouse okay so like also also in high school but also in like birthing classes at the hospital they show you a video and it's always this like gross like a gross lady that you would never want to see naked and then they just hey everyone is everyone's beautiful okay fine not everyone's vagina is beautiful. That's <laughs> probably true. I remember knowing this when I'm like pregnant, going with Dan, and I remember him just being like, looking at me, and I'm like, let's leave now because it's exactly what you would expect. This lady's just giving birth, and it's her unshorn vagina, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to leave right well, now. So and that's what I think my child. Was I think you need like, to. This, I think you need to ask him. I did. He won't tell me. So. I have asked my child what he has been watching, and he will not tell me. He did one day say that he was watching um, the birth of, like, baby goats, and I was like, don't watch that. Like, that's gross. But Do people I actually post b- baby uh, birth videos to, to, to I don't YouTube? know. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, God. I think they do. Giving birth at... Oh, God, there's a lot of them. My very honest and raw birth video. Raw is not a word I would... Oh. Oh, there's... I mean... Giving birth without an epidural. This this video is from Russia. Ooh. ooh, Natural birth, no epidural. This woman... I just... Oh. I hope he's not like I, he's not watching porn. I do have restrictions because I know I'm watching porn. He's not watching. <laughs> and let me tell you, Brad, I have already said this to my friends. I am. I mean, I know why there is this pandemic right now because there is so much spitting in porn. I had no idea. So much spitting. Yes. Like, like as a form of. Like disrespect? Lubrication. Oh. Lubrication. All yeah. right. And it's that's, a lot. And that's why you mm-hmm. think that's why you think coronavirus is going around because of all the spitting and porn. Well, um, it's not helping. <laughs> that's for certain, because you know, guys see something in porn and they were like, "Let's try this," and yeah, now we have this virus. That was it wasn't going to be this one. It was going to be something else. That was one of my favorite all-time Onion article, Onion headlines. I'm going to look it up. Um, hold on. Uh, uh, they, they have too much stuff about porn. I'll, I'll dig it up later, but it's basically like uh, uh, porn sets false expectation that sex should be pleasurable. Oh, yeah. Well... There's probably going to be something coming up about how all of the spitting has led to this virus because they're spitting on everything. I should probably just stop watching this board. Uh, I'm the one getting the ideas over here, (laughs) not my husband. Well, good, good, good on, good on you and him, I suppose. You see why I say that Facebook is the censored version of what's going on in my house? Like, yeah. It's all true. 
And it's I'm I'm giving you guys the censored version in print. Do you could uh, let's let's after this call let's talk about um, uh, what we're gonna edit out. No, no, this is going. The only thing we're gonna edit out is when I got my food delivery phone call. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, no, I want to find. Uh, we can we can change names and stuff, but I would really love to. Uh, publish at least excerpts of these dispatch of your dispatches from uh quarantine because they're epic okay i feel bad though like i'm actually very stressed about all of this and i'm stressed for my friends and stressed for everybody in the country so i'm trying to like tread lightly and like you know and you know be a little bit entertaining for people yeah i mean that's that's part of the reason i started doing these podcasts was i mean the first one yeah. i did was with my friend who's an epidemiologist and then i was like ah I should I should try doing a few more of these because I'm enjoying it and yeah I mean it gives you know someone it gives people something to do other than just stare at their phones looking at depressing or ter depressing news or uh, you know terrifying speculation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I I have to do something to entertain myself because I'm gonna run out of Xanax if I don't. Like it's like really bad. Can you you can't stock up? Do what? You can't stock up on Xanax? No, no, that's like heavily regulated. No. <laughs> but you would you would think that they uh, they would understand that there might be a run. On, you know, it's sort of like uh, that drug that Trump recommended, which is which is used to treat lupus. Now there's a shortage of it for people who have lupus. So you would think that they should anticipate people are going to need more Xanax and let them stock up. But I guess you're right. You don't. You wouldn't want people to be like triple dosing. Right. I mean, I'm not really putting stock in anything that Trump recommends because I have a lot of theories, a lot of conspiracy theories. You know, like one of my theories was that like the virus was like um, like gremlins and it multiplies when it gets wet. Um, my other theory, my current theory is that Trump is actually the virus itself. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I'm not really listening to it. So. Okay, that's fair. So here's the, I just found the Onion headline. Study, children exposed to pornography may expect sex to be enjoyable. Yeah. So. Is that from, that's, like, that's what from the website that's, is that from? That's from the Onion. Oh, okay. So I believe that, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, you you have, are these actual conspiracy theories you have, or are these just, like, fake conspiracy theories are you like finding these out on like you know truther type websites um no these are just things that i make up when i've had too many claw <laughs> okay are they you, just sound good in my head are you consuming a claw right now yeah yeah with a straw that's what my niece says she says aunt jen likes a, her claw with a straw <laughs> how old is your niece she's four and a half <laughs> <laughs> She knows me very well. <laughs> I can tell. Um, all right. Well, you know, you, you touched on the seriousness of, of, of our current situation. And one thing I've been asking all my guests is what they would sacrifice in order to have life return, quote unquote, to normal and have have the you know quarantine responsibly lifted in, in short order. What, what would you sacrifice? 
Um, did I hear you say that you were going to sacrifice your ball? Like, just one. I'm sorry, you said testicles. Just like, one. And I was like, well, we're yeah, not just, getting like scientific and medical over here. Just yeah, just one testicle. Because you feel like you could live without one. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people do, right? I guess, but then I feel like I don't know. Symmetry is important. Like, oh, well, I could get it. You, they make they make prosthetics. Right. Yeah. So you would you would then like your you would then go and get one like replaced. Okay. I mean, yeah. I pro- get it. That's probably. I mean, I'd have to price it out. You know, if it's like. Yeah. And I'm assuming if you choose to have your testicle removed for no medical reason, it's probably not covered by insurance, right? So then. No, but you don't have to make any sort of explanations. Like, Dan calls me vanity smurf for a reason. Like, I would totally, if I had to sacrifice one of my boobs, I would get it replaced for sure. So you don't have to explain that to me. And you're going to ask me if I would sacrifice claw. I guess fine, I would. Oof. Yes. That's what you'd sacrifice, though. That's not your first choice. I, well, I mean, what else is there? Like my kids, fine, take them. <laughs> not my cat. Not I'm not giving up my cat. No, I would. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Take whatever you need. I wouldn't sacrifice anything. Sure. Anything? I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I don't have any really great answers for that. I, I have been thinking about that. I have been listening to your podcast, and I've been thinking about it. And you know, I would sac. I would sacrifice. I, I don't I don't want to say that I would sacrifice like the written word because I think that's like the most powerful thing that we have. Sure. But if I had to, like, I guess that I would to get rid of this. But then how would we actually get rid of it? So that doesn't really make any sense. Well, I mean, it, you know, it's sort of like throwing some someone in a volcano doesn't like what doesn't make sense. But, you know, it's still a sacrifice sure. and maybe it'll right. appease. And then I can keep my claw and then I'd be fine. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I would, so basically, you'd, you'd sacrifice. It sounds like anything. Yeah. I would. I guess. Yeah. I well, would what, even shave my head. Well, yeah, your hair will grow back, unlike mine. But um, uh, I have good hair too. Like, come on. You do have good hair. Um, so let's. What, what? So there's. Is there anything you definitely would not sacrifice? My virginity. <laughs> Uh, we don't have a time machine. That ship has sailed. We know. <laughs> What'd you say? Um, yeah, I said that ship has sailed. Um, right. I, no. It has left. I mean, I would, it has I left would, the like, harbor. Yeah. I, I would. I would do anything. I have been sitting in this house since March twelfth. I mean, I would do anything to stop this. I have been. I'm in, I am in Ohio. I'm in Cleveland where the people have been, the governor has been very progressive. Yeah. Um, the people in my town have been stupid and demanding their freedom. And I've been trying to educate them and have, I gave up after the first weekend and I've just been like, fine, I'm staying in my house. You guys can spread this whatever are they still not taking it seriously in cleveland um i think that most of the educated people are and i can't speak for everyone but i can say that 
some people are slower than others to accept this. And I think that's kind of how most of the country is. Right. You know, some people are unhappy about the situation and they want to just live their lives. And your friend who, uh, you know, I, I just fell in love with her immediately when she said, fine, go live your life and do it without health care. And I was like, amen, sister. Was that Lori Ann? Uh, no, I can't remember who that was, but she was like, that was, I was like, that's a perfect solution. Like, you don't get to, you don't oh, get that, any access. That was on, that was someone on Facebook? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. yeah, it was like the St. Patrick's Day thing. Right. That was my friend Christy. She, you actually, I bet, yeah. met, I bet you met her back in the day because I met her in the bleachers back in, yeah. back in the day. And, and so, like, trying to tell people around here, like, you need to stay home. Like, they were just, like, up in arms. Every time something closes, they're like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, they were upset that the Hobby Lobby closed. Like, that's an essential business. I'm like, at the very name, it's, it's a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, it's ridiculous. And so they're just, every time something closes, they're upset. So, well, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that uh, in a few states. I think yours being one of them, the police had okay. to come and forcibly uh, close down the Hobby Lobby. Oh well, then today um, they just uh, had it. There was just a story online that said that they just quietly reopened. Yeah. So. Oh, and then and then yeah, the um, some people got their hands on internal memos uh, about how they. Advising employees how to uh, handle questions about it, about them being mm-hmm. open. That's a good point, though. I would say that by definition, a hobby is not essential, right? Right. And this is hilarious. So I'm in this really stupid um, mom's group because I like to just watch the train wreck. And every, every so often, I like to stoke those fires and get up in there and say something dumb. And so um, my boss posted something about the Hobby Lobby, you know, how they were treating their employees terribly and trying to lay people off and, you know, whatever. And they got really mad and took the post down and they said that that post was just unacceptable and you shouldn't be bashing businesses because people were upset that it was a Christian business, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, we were laughing about it behind the scenes. And then, you know, today, of course, it comes out that, you know, they're they're just quietly reopening the business, you know, and it's just unbelievable to me that this is what people think is essential. That Hobby Lobby and Michaels, you know, are still open. It's because they have to have something to do. They have to be able to craft and scrapbook and God knows what else. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think I'll probably, however long I, I keep doing these podcasts, I will never have one where we talk about porn. Uh, birthing videos and Hobby Lobby. <laughs> That's a hat trick well, right there, Jen. <laughs> well, you know, my husband was a hockey player, so somebody had to do it. <laughs> what's that guy? What's that guy do with anything? That's a hat trick, right? That's the only oh, thing I know about. Oh, I thought it was because hockey players uh, have dirty minds, which they do. That too. Maybe not. Maybe not your hockey player. No, not him. He won't even. No, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> oh, you can go there. <laughs> no, I cannot. Maybe, maybe, will you call me after like three more White Claws and then go there? Um, no. 
<laughs> Not if you're going to record it. I can't believe there's actually something you're holding back on. <laughs> no. Okay. We're all just going to have to imagine it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you... Do you have anything, any, any wisdom you'd like to impart in closing? Um, I think that everybody just needs to keep washing their hands and don't forget that part. I will say that today my husband was standing with his hands, both of his hands in his pants. And I was like, you're literally standing in front of me with your hands in your pants. But then to his defense, he reached in and he had a pair of shorts, basketball shorts, like under his sweatpants, and his hands were in the pockets of those shorts. So he pulled his, the pockets out, and I took a picture, and I was like, all right, well, I guess that's okay. Will that picture be in your next dispatch? Yes, it will be. I don't know how I'm going to work it in. i got to find my angle, but it will be in there. But everybody needs – I was like, what? Wash your hands. And he was like, they're in my pocket. <laughs> well – We need to wash our hands. Um, if you, uh, if you have the means, get some rubbing alcohol and keep dousing your face with it. Your and, face. Is that actually supposed, is that, is that recommended? That's what I, that's what Dr. Sullivan recommends. And you're not, I, I would rather trust Dr. McGillicuddy than Dr. Sullivan right now. What? I mean, I, it has done wonders for my adult acne. I don't have, my skin is clear. I've been using this for like two years now. Um, I have not yet contracted this virus and I'm hoping that I don't, but rubbing alcohol and if you must have sex, do it in the shower. Is that also scientific? I mean, it seems like a good plan. It's clean, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, Brad, you're asking me to like give you evidence for things that like I told you, like these are just my theories that I have that are cool by my claw. Like, I'm, not asking for, I'm not asking for evidence as much as just some sort of an explanation, which I am getting, so I appreciate that. Right. Like, there's soap, there's water. Like, they're saying, like, wash your hands. Like, also wash your bits and pieces and get it in there. Like, the end. Makes sense to me. Like, everybody who is listening right now is like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I guess. Maybe we'll do a Twitter poll about it. You should. And then, you know, you um, need to go take a shower right now. I think I'm going to let, I think I'm going to, speaking of Twitter, I think I'm going to let you take over our Twitter account. The more I think about that, that's a great idea. And you can use it to stalk Moises and you can use it to post your half cocked theories about um, dousing, dousing your body parts and rubbing alcohol. Uh, I, I, oh my god you don't even know what you're doing to me right now that's amazing <laughs> I'm in <laughs> alright I just have to remember our password oh, I accept it Brad I am totally in on this alright well Jen uh, it's been it's been uh, wonderful to catch up uh, I wish you the best during the rest hey, of the day kitten I am like so happy to talk to you yeah well we also real quick though let's talk about how you've been calling people kitten for like decades before way before tiger king they stole your shit they totally did i have been calling you kitten and you have been biting my face for <laughs> as long as i've known you wait and you, you, you call other people kitten though too don't you i sometimes but it's always you um <laughs> yeah i do but like you're the one who i like 
always do. Like every so often other people, but really? I, I, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how special I was. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, other people every so often, but they other people just don't get it. Like, you know, you're my, my original kitten. Oh, I appreciate so. that. It goes, yeah, but I definitely when Car- when everybody's like, "Hey, everybody's like, look at Carol Baskin," and I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying this, and I'm like, "Oh God!" Now they all stole my thing. Yeah, gotta find. Well, I'll they, find sto- a new angle they stole it, it, and then it's now it's sort of it's sort of a mockery of Car- Carol Baskin. Yeah, I I know, and I don't like that because now you're like mocking me, like right. Not into well, I'm the mocker, not the mocky. That's true. Well, Jen, uh, I usually uh, end this by asking people where they can follow you on social media, but uh, I think your accounts are public. <laughs> My alliance is private. Right, right, right. Until we <laughs> start, pu- until we start publishing it. Well, that's fine, but I need a pseudonym. All right, we'll, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> our, our, all right, uh, Jen, thank you very much for your time and uh, uh, st- stay strong during this quarantine. I'm going to stay clean. <laughs> that too. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. Uh, a wellness check with Jen, formerly of the Heckler. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as, or even like a fraction of as much as I enjoyed recording it. Jen is one of those friends who uh, you can go months without talking to, and when you start catching up with her, even years, you can go years without talking to her, and you can you start talking with her, and after you know a couple minutes, it feels like you never were out of touch because uh, that's just the kind of person she is. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I sure did. So uh, that's today's wellness check. Uh, as always, I've got uh, some other exciting guests uh, in process, so keep an eye out for those. Um, please subscribe to uh, this podcast, and please rate and review us and share us with your friends. I would appreciate all that very much. Um, my goal is to be doing one of these a day throughout the quarantine, however long that might last, and uh, I I hope that you'll listen to them and that you'll uh, keep enjoying. And as I mentioned um, in the past, if you or someone uh, you know would be, you think, a good guest, please feel free to email us, theheckler at theheckler.com, and we'll see if we can get it together. So that's all for now. Thanks a lot, and uh, take care.